0: Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Carrier. Turn to the experts.
1: One of the things you got to make sure that you do is maintain the wellness of your home. And that sounds a little bit silly, but you can have a sick home. And how's, how does that work? Well, if you don't have your AC system working properly, where the moisture builds up in the walls and things like that, you can get sick home syndrome. It's one of the reasons I don't like foam insulation in the walls and the attic, where we seal up the envelope in the house completely, because then you are totally dependent on the AC system in order to bring fresh air in, dehumidify, keep the humidity levels under control and everything. Not that we don't depend on them anyways, but with a house that breathes, it's actually easier for us to control it, especially if we have a problem with our AC system. So, it, you know, if you're looking at re insulating your home, making it more comfortable, what I recommend all the time is to insulate the walls with the foam insulation because it seals all the air drafts and uh, helps with the sound and all that kind of stuff from outside. And inch per inch, foam has the highest. R value of any insulation that's available out there right now in an attic you've got the space to put fiberglass so use that space to get the R value you need up in the attic and use your your walls where you limited on space to use the foam insulation now if you're building a new home a lot of times the insulators are going to try to tell you, oh, no, let's seal the whole thing and just make it just fine. You can do that. But sure as I'm standing here, and I am standing right now, not sitting, uh, you're going to have issues down the road. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But the first time you have an AC problem, you got a humidity problem in the house. And it's not unusual. I I tell you, I I had a nephew who built a new home in Buda, Texas. Buda, Buda, whatever you want to call it. And they they did the foam in the walls, the attic, the whole nine yards. And I tried to tell them, don't do that. Let's use fiberglass in the attic. Nah, that's the only way they would do it. Wasn't in the house three months. And he had a mold and mildew issue that they had to come in and correct. They actually ended up tearing out one of the bathrooms and redoing it because of it. Then they had to redo the AC system and stuff to finally get everything under control it can be a big problem love foam insulation it does exactly what they say it's going to do and then some and that's where we run into problems but if you'll use it the foam in the walls fiberglass in the attic let the house breathe you'll be just fine and the reason for fiberglass over cellulose cellulose degrades over time and starts turning to dust fiberglass never degrades and if you use a bat type insulation once you lay the bats in they don't settle blown in fiberglass will settle over time not that there's anything wrong with blown in fiberglass it again it works just fine it doesn't degrade or anything but it will settle and you will end up adding more later so use the bath insulation do the job once and be done with it rick this is jim how can i help you
2: hey jim rick richards here in uh, allen texas how are you
1: i'm doing just fine how about you
2: I have a question. I'm, i was a general contractor in, uh, and focused in remodeling in Southern California for longer than I care to admit. Anyhow, uh, my question is, uh, Texas weather obviously is, uh, more brutal than California weather. And <clears throat> so I'm, I'm thinking about doing windows in my own personal home and I'm, I'm wondering, uh, whether the, the extreme heat difference here in Texas compared to California is preventative on the um, on the vinyl windows. If there's a difference in what they sell on the West Coast and what they sell here, and how that compares to like Anderson, you know, they kind of look down on on the um, on vinyl windows.
1: Well, the vinyl windows hold up fine here in Texas. I mean, they've been used for. Gosh, I don't know, thirty-five years or so. Uh, I've mm-hmm. got them in. I've got them in my house and have had no problem at all with them. Uh, when you talk about Anderson's windows, they are typically a composite window, and right, it's a it, it is a different type of material. Both materials will uh, block the heat transfers and stuff. Uh, you know, one of the big things that they will try to say is with the composites that the frame of the window is so much stronger. Who cares? Right. It's all, it's all being supported by the 2x4 studs of the house anyways. So that really doesn't make any difference. The one difference that you will see on a vinyl versus, versus a composite is you, they, they do have some different finish options on the composites that aren't necessarily available on the vinyl. Okay. As far as longevity and hold-up, uh, energy efficiency and all that stuff, they're all virtually the same. The glass is where all the energy savings really is. That's where the majority of mm-hmm. it's at. And right. you know, about, uh, what was it, four or five years ago, the government upped the regulations on what the glass had to be. All the manufacturers had to step up to those new regulations. So really, the glass is almost... And, and there's only... I think it's five glass manufacturers in the whole country. So the glass is mm. virtually the same in all the, the, the different windows. One difference that okay. you will find in some of the windows is the gap between the window panes. Uh, like if you buy builder's grade windows, you know, building a new home, there's mm-hmm. a lot of times only like an a eighth to a quarter inch space of dead air space between the two panes of glass. On some of the replacement windows, it's not unusual to get up to a 7-8-inch gap. And okay. that gives you, okay. you know, a, a, a more insulating power as well as sound-deadening power.
0: Okay.
2: And uh, the America's
1: Choice, the yeah. America's
2: Choice home windows the ones that you recommend?
1: America's Choice windows. Yeah, that's what I have in my house. And, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend them because, you know, the the thing is, there's other companies out there selling the exact same window. And when I say the exact same window, I'm saying from the same manufacturer, same glass, same everything, but they're charging two or three times the cost of America's Choice Windows because it's what people are Mm. used to paying.
2: Right. Right.
1: So it is a heck of a deal that you get with America's Choice Windows.
2: Okay. Well, that's good to know because, uh, like I said, being from California and not uh, being familiar with uh, the code requirements because of temperature changes, I didn't know how the system worked here Yeah. in Texas. It's sort of like roofs. The whole <laughs> roof system out here is different than California. They wear out in California.
1: Yeah, well, ours, we just they just kind of get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Ron, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hello, uh, Jim.
0: Uh, I uh, talked with you last year, and I did have a new roof put on my home. And I took your advice, and I had the whirlybirds, uh trashed, and I had them install a ridge vent, uh-huh. which seemed to do quite a bit better. And I was wondering if I should go one step farther and install a attic uh, solar fan.
1: No. If that
0: would... Uh, help even more
1: no because uh if you if you install an attic solar fan then you need to close up the ridge vents
3: oh uh, Uh,
1: you can only have one type of ventilation up there otherwise they start pulling on each other instead of pulling through the soffit because air is going to move from the path of least resistance Mm
3: -hmm. and
1: the closest hole to that solar fan would be the ridge vent
0: would be the ridge vents, yeah. So, okay, well, I was just trying to see if it, I could make it any better.
1: No, nope, I'm going I'm to save you some money and tell you don't put that solar fan up there.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That'll save me $300. There anyway. you go. <laughs> all right, Jim, I appreciate your help.
1: Tim, this is Jim. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Thanks, Jim. Uh, my wife and I purchased a new home,
4: uh, single-story, uh, all-vaulted ceilings, the... Uh, fireplace is a is a metal fireplace uh, on an inside wall and also the uh, uh, stove top vent is on an inside wall there's a lot of noise that echoes down through those vent stacks what can we do about it
1: do those stacks have a top on them correct okay they do have tops on them yes okay Um uh, what kind of noise are you getting down through there
4: i when we get the heavy rains and the big drops it kind of yep. sounds like a uh, calypso band
1: yep okay yeah basically what you're hearing is the rain hitting those tops up there right and as far as something that you can do to soften that sound possibly i hesitate to to to, to offer this but one of the things that that can really deaden that some is yeah. you know you know the uh, bedliner spray uh, oh
4: yeah, yeah yeah like
1: Rhino Shield yeah you can get that stuff in a in a can go up there spray it up on the bottom side so that you're not having to look at it from the ground right and basically what you're doing is you're you're putting a thicker coat on that metal up there so it doesn't just sound like a tin can every time a drop of rain hits it.
4: I gotcha. Um, the builder called the roofer who suggested putting a bead of caulk on the top. Yeah. And I had suggested clear seal just from seeing it on TV. Yep. Uh, apparently, over the fireplace, and I don't know if it's as much for the uh, cooktop, they said, well, it's got to be something fireproof.
1: Heat resistance, yes.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. So, would... Do you think the bed liner would meet that criteria?
1: If you've got so much heat going up through that fireplace that it's going to mess with that, you probably got too much going up through there. And, and that's the way most fireplaces are, is they're more decorative nowadays than they are functioning. So, yeah, I, I don't think it would be an issue. Um, if you thought it would be an issue, you know, that you're really going to use this fireplace a lot and put just a huge fire in there, you could put it, the coating on the top of the The uh, roof thing, just use a color that doesn't bother you to see it from the ground.
4: I got you. All right. I appreciate your help. I was hoping somebody might have made a vent cap that would address this. Um, We can't be the only ones having the
1: problem. You know, you're probably not the only ones having the problem, but I have never seen a vent cap that addresses it. Okay. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate your show. You bet. Take care. Cheryl, welcome to Texas Home Improvement.
4: Hi, yeah. Hi, Jim. Quick question, because I I can't get out of my Bluetooth. Um, I have a fireplace screen that's antique brass, you know, one of the old time old ones, and I want to spray paint it black. So, what I need your uh, your, your advice and how to proceed with that.
1: Do you put a fire in that fireplace? Yes, sir. We we sure do. It's a wood burning fireplace. Okay then the only thing you can paint it with is a... They make a black paint for painting grills and and smokers and things like that that is heat-resistant. That would be the only thing that that I would recommend painting that with. And And
4: how do I prepare... How do you prepare the
1: metal? You're going to have to take it down, take it outside, clean the heck out of it, and... Uh, you know, and I'm not able to see it if it's got any type of gloss on it or not, but in some cases you actually have to uh, clean it with like a, they, they make a metal cleaner before painting. But I think in general, you should, on a fireplace, because the, the screen's been used, right? There's been fires in there.
4: Oh, yes, many okay. years.
1: Then I, I'm thinking that the surface should be fine to just go ahead and paint with that. Uh, heat resistant paint with no problem and
4: where do you get
1: that uh go to a fireplace store uh there's one over on okay. i don't i don't know what part of town you're in but uh there's one over on 59 uh just okay. outside of downtown uh any chimney okay. or fireplace store will have it though all
4: righty or, or if you, you if you happen to oh. be
1: driving down the road and you see a place where they build uh, barbecue pits uh-huh. they would have it as well
4: okay great well thank you so much jim i
1: appreciate it you bet take care all right Bye. and everybody you may wonder why i didn't say go pick it up at the box store because the grade that you're going to get at the box store in my experience is it doesn't hold up as well go to the regular stores where they high, where they carry a higher end grade of paint cody welcome to texas home improvement Hi. Uh, thank you uh I was
3: actually calling. I'm planning on putting a uh, roof over my concrete uh, back porch at my house. Okay. And I was wondering if there was a big difference between uh, as far as any kind of a tax, as far as connecting it to the house itself, or whether I needed to do freestanding with a little gap between the roof line. And,
1: and did you say because of taxes?
3: Uh, yeah, taxes or any, any nope. sort of uh, permitting or
4: anything.
1: Well, tax-wise, th- there's not going to be any difference because uh, on taxes, you know, they're stri- simply looking at the value of the property. So okay. whether it's attached or not, the value should be basically the same. Now, uh, as far as permitting, in some municipalities it could make a difference. Uh, what means, What city limits are you within? Well, I'm actually uh, Brian, College Station. Okay.
3: Uh, but... I was just wondering if if there was anything kind of across the board, whether or not adding onto the roof line would increase.
1: Most of the time, whether you got it attached to the house or you build it freestanding, in most places it's not going to make any difference permitting-wise.
3: All right. I do appreciate it.
1: Now, one quick note. Are you going to build it yourself or have it built?
3: I was planning on building it myself.
1: Okay. Check with your city because on some cities... If you're going to build it yourself, as far as a patio cover, a permit mm-hmm. won't even be required.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, in other cities, it will be required, and I got to be honest about if, if I was building a patio cover on my house, chances are real good I wouldn't bother going to pull the permit for it. I, I, yeah. But I, I would I would go ahead and make that phone call just to double check.
3: All right. I do
1: appreciate it. Alrighty. Take care. Thank you for your time. Now. If I was going to build something elaborate where it's a peaked roof and shingled and matches in with the house, absolutely, I would get the permit for that. Uh, but, you know, if I'm building just a patio cover that comes off the roof and it's flat and all that, mm, chances are I, I, I would just do that myself and be be done with it. Not to say if I was hiring a contractor, I would expect them to get the permit because it's required. Steve, how can I help you?
4: Um. Uh- I've got a house that
0: was um, built in the 80s, and up in the attic it's had uh, blow-in cellulose, Uh and it's all settled, and, you know, there's been mice and roaches and all kinds of insects and things up there. Yep. But I need to put in uh, insulation, and what I'm wanting to go is the fiberglass that'll lay in. But uh, the wife is concerned about getting all of that other nasty stuff out, uh, what are your thoughts about that, and how do you go
1: about that? All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Steve, I'm going to put you on hold because it's going to take me a couple minutes to answer that question for you, and i got to take a quick break for news, traffic, and weather, and we'll be back with more Texas home improvement. When we left, I was talking with Steve, and uh, Steve has a cellulose insulation in the attic. Uh, it's been getting bugs up there over the years and different things like that. And his wife is wanting him to remove it before they put in fiberglass insulation. Is that pretty much sum it up, Steve?
0: That's it. Okay. Exactly.
1: Well, here's the here the, the, the issue is cellulose insulation as it ages breaks down and starts turning to dust. Right. That dust will start finding its way into the home through where right. light fixtures penetrate and you know, different things like that. So in that sense, yes, it's a good idea to to take it out. As far as for, you know, the bugs and different things like that that have been up there over the years, that's going to happen regardless. And I can't say that that's a good reason to go up there and take it out. Uh, how old a house is it?
0: Uh, it was built in the 80s.
1: Okay. Yeah, typically thirty years is about the time frame where you really start noticing the the dust that's coming from that cellulose insulation. So right, your wife it's is yeah, your wife is on the the right track as far as having it removed. Okay. A lot of the insulation companies actually have uh, departments that can come in and take the old stuff out. Now, if you want to do it yourself. You right. That's what I was hoping. Yeah, you basically go up there with with uh, large trash bags. Okay. And just start scooping it into those trash bags, uh, oh, and then to do the final fun. to do the final cleanup, a shop vac, and vacuum okay. it up.
0: Gotcha.
1: It's uh, and and let me let me uh make make sure, there ain't a darn thing fun about doing it.
0: No, I'm a little concerned about falling through. You know, or stepping on the uh, drywall or slipping or something like that.
1: Yeah. Something
0: that's that easy method, but there's not, huh?
1: Nope. And, okay. I, and I can tell you, the minute you step through, it just became cheaper <laughs> to hire somebody else to do the job.
0: Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. All right, well, you've helped me out and you haven't. Uh, <laughs> But I do appreciate it. Hey, thanks for taking the call.
1: Steve, good luck with that. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Viet, how can I help you?
4: The the room up on a, on the top of the garage in the summer is very hot. Yeah. Is there anything I can do on something to help to reduce the, the heat? Or what cost of that? I, I'm not sure. Uh, this is uh, 15 years.
1: Yeah what what causes that is they typically don't put any insulation between the garage and the room uh all the rest of the house has insulation going to the outside well the garage gets pretty hot and that hot air rises and it does heat that room up so as far as can there be something done yes insulating between the ceiling and the floor of the second story in, that, in the garage area would help with that. Problem is, the only way to access it is you either go through the floor upstairs or you gotta pull the sheetrock off downstairs. So there, there's a trade-off just how uncomfortable is it. It may be that you're better off to balance the AC system and have more air pushed into that room than the other rooms, and that's a much less expensive way of dealing with it.
4: I see, wow. Okay, so if I um, hire the
1: contractor? To do that? Uh, any AC contractor should be able to do that for you. Uh, do West Air Conditioning can definitely do a balancing system like that. And uh, the number for them is 713-475-0004. Okay, thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Have a great afternoon. Uh, right, same to you. Greg, welcome to KTRH. How can I help you?
3: Uh, yeah, Jim, I appreciate your show. I um, had a, a question. I've got several closed closets that, you know, end up kind of with that musky smell, humid smell. Uh, what's the cause and what's a good remedy for it? And any, I guess any suggestions on how to fix that issue?
1: Well, normally it's a moisture issue. And, you know, you know what happens is we keep the doors closed in it, no air circulation. Humidity can rise and come up through the concrete floors or if it's a up on block and base up through the crawl space it gets into that space and it's just not dehumidified and taken care of so that's where we get that musty smell uh as far as what can be done to take care of it is this a concrete slab
3: well i there, there's a couple of them uh down in the master uh bedroom there's two closets down there that are, you know uh, that are on on the slab okay and then uh there's a you know closet in the upstairs uh, you know, a couple of those that are kind of against the outside wall. So I, you know, have a feeling that's, you know, the biggest issue during the summertime.
1: Yeah, just the plain, the heat. And mm-hmm. it, it, with the door closed in there, it becomes like a, basically like, like a, their, yeah, yeah like, and, and, and it allows the humidity levels to rise. The easiest way to fix it is to leave the doors ajar, you know, crack the doors open and okay. let air circulate in there. And that really helps to clear up the problem beyond that there are things you can put in there to you know like uh, that absorb moisture that will help but actually the the absolute best is simply leaving the doors open if you ever have any air conditioning work done to the house have them drop a vent into the larger closets and that okay. clears up that problem as well
3: Okay, I'll take a look at that. Because the other thing I was looking at, you know, is uh, you know, a cedar, cedar liner inside. I just wasn't real thrilled about spending three or 400 bucks a closet.
1: No, and, uh, and quite honestly, that won't help with the humidity level at all.
3: Oh, it won't? Oh, okay. Nope. Okay. So, okay, well, I'll uh, t- take a look at that. I appreciate that, and we'll uh, see what I can do then.
1: All righty. Take care. Okay,
3: thanks. Bye. Bye.
1: Yeah, the cedar closets are great to help with uh you know, bugs and and smells and things like that. But as far as that humidity level that's really the root cause of the problem, not going to do a thing.
0: You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.